What would you say you do here? It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Very hard to say my name correctly. You're like, Brian! Yeah, Brian! What's your deal, man? Well, you know what us ultra-liberals say. When it comes to drugs, lies are okay. Your midweek download destination. Finally, it's cool to be a Chattanooga. Finally, it's cool to embrace this city. When some of us have been saying this for 25 years. Mic drop. Turn off the podcast. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. All right, well, hello, everybody. It's time for the Weekly Dose for April 26, 2017. Yep. Time flies, especially if you're having fun. And in the month of April, I have done just that. I've had a very, very nice month, which is something I very much needed. That being said, yep, right there. Final one of the month is April 26th, the final weekly dose, and then move into May, and maybe a few things changing a little bit into May about where this show might even be available in even more places. It's already the most accessible uh, radio show, or radio show, here I go, falling into old habits, the most accessible podcast in the city. Uh, it's just going to be more accessible coming up here soon, and I don't, I haven't talked to the guy about it yet, but the website he's putting together that will be available in the coming weeks. So it doesn't change the formatics of the show. It just changes uh, how many places there are to find it. And right now there's already plenty of them. That being any podcasting app, any kind of podcasting source from Spreaker to iTunes to Google Play Music to Stitcher. I mean, I mean, heard of half of these. Wherever you can search shows that are like this, the radio show on the internet kind of thing, you can find this show. And SoundCloud is the hub and you can also get it always at stoneonair.com, which is a place I highly suggest you swing by every now and again. So mention how good this April was. It's opposite day compared to 2016 April, man. April last year was a drag. Last year, 2016, period, was a drag. So it's nice to be uh, off to a good start here into the first quarter of the year. I've, I've enjoyed the year all the way around, but... It has been a, a fun uh, a fun month for me, and if I, I've said it many times, if I have an April and a June in any given year that go really well, then that means it's a good year. The other 10 months are just in preparation for those two months to be uh, fun and exciting, and so far, so good. Um, coming up at the final tail end of the uh, show, I'm just going to talk about some millennial stuff I found. I mentioned this when I was doing the show live at 420 Fest over the weekend down in Atlanta at Centennial Park that I'd talk about that just for a minute. I am going to do a long recap of uh, the two days that I spent at uh, Centennial Park. It was as fun of a couple of days as I've had in a long time. It really was. And a lot of it was circumstantial. I'm certainly not going to play best show ever guy. You know how much that annoys me. Best breakfast ever, maybe. But not uh, not best show ever guy, but I, I I really did enjoy the little over 48 hours I spent down in Atlanta in that congested mess. The Hawks were playing a playoff basketball game, too, but I know how to do Atlanta right. I know how to do Atlanta well. And uh, I mean, sometimes things get out of your control. You have you know, you can't do anything about, but everything worked out well. So I'm going to do a full recap of the weekend coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Let's see what else. Some local podcast I've mentioned before, and I'm gonna I'm really diving into this into the middle of the year. I'm going to try to jump on other people's podcasts, and I want to have other other people on my podcast from around the city, and two of them in particular I'm going to be on in the next week. Now I don't know what their turnaround is and when they're going to be available. Trust me, I'll let you know. But the two of them are 
Uh, one, my friend Penny from Hits 96, she does a podcast called Murder, She Spoke. It is a, sh- a show discussing interesting, bizarre, scary, salacious, scandalous murder stories. And um, she's got one or two that she'll have to discuss with me, and I'll have one or two to discuss with her. I'm looking forward to that. We'll be recording that within the week. When it's, re- when it's released, I'm not sure. And then uh, with Brew Chat, with my buddy Tanner Morrison, we're going to sit down and do a podcast this weekend as well for his um, his his running show. And then when that one's going to be released, I'll let you know on that as well. A couple things real quick. 212 Market, man. I got back into town. I see what? It's closing? 212 Market, the restaurant downtown, one of the first businesses to open in downtown Chattanooga, Tennessee. Never been there. <laughs> Never even looked in the window. And uh, it's gone. And WUTC, W-freaking-UTC is doing another begathon. I noticed when I got back into town uh, Monday morning and put on the radio, because I still do listen. I like NPR. And on the airwaves here in Chattanooga, that's where you get it. I've been saying don't support WTC. Maybe it's a little hypocritical. Turning the radio on I don't think is any of that big a deal. But what you shouldn't do is give them money because they have guaranteed you. We all know now they get at least a half a free million dollars from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. And they fire their hardworking, underpaid employees. In this case, a girl who is working her dream job, probably, again, for very, very little money. Working very hard. And, oh, well, yeah, the administrators don't like what the state senators and some of the lawmakers are saying. So we're going to fire them just so they don't cut off our $500,000 worth of funding. Frauds, man. It's not just one fraudulent spoken word format in this in this city. There's two. And before any, anybody out there starts screaming, you're just bitter, bro. Once again, I'm not just anything. Don't marginalize and minimalize the way that I operate, dude. I'm not just anything. I'm also bitter, and I'm also pissed off that these broadcast entities that have strong, strong followings and powerful mediums continue to be fake-ass frauds. Yeah, there is such thing as fake programming and fraudulent approaches. I've been calling out media entities that are frauds and fakes for a lot longer than before Donald Trump even thought about being president. So yeah, don't give WUTC any money, the panhandling radio station in this city. And not to mention that, their approach just from their local voices that beg you and plead you for your money aren't any good at it. They can't have an entertaining discussion at any point that also has a, a, a call to action. If you can't speak for 10 to 15, 20 straight minutes and ad lib and say something worth that people want to hear... You don't need to be in that format, which I'm pointing at every one of you over there. Yeah, sure, you're good when you got a script. You're good when you've got your bullet points and you've written out your newscast. Yeah, you're good when you play that song nobody wanted to hear anyway. But when you got to talk freely, you can't do it. Why? Because you're not very good at what you're doing. And that's all I'll say about that. But when I got back from Atlanta, I was feeling pretty rough because it was, you know, it was two and a half days of, uh, I'm having fun. Let's just leave it at that. And I went to bed and slept for like 12 to 14 hours, Monday night into Tuesday. And I had this dream. And I, I, I don't vividly remember much of it. We all know how that works in dreamland. For some reason, it just evaporates out of your head, usually minutes after you wake up. But the gist of the dream and what was upsetting me so much about it because I was I wasn't in, I I don't sleep well. I'm an insomniac. So even when I'm at my most tired, I still wake up a lot. 
And I I woke up a few times and was it was a little disturbing because the gist of the dream was that I was I needed to like get my life in order. Like everything I was doing was a failure, and everybody around me was telling me that my life sucked. And I and I and I'm living a fantasy. The more I continue to try to do what I guess is kind of the way my life is now with recording and internet and podcasts and websites and all these things. I again, you know, you know how dreams get. They get all muddied with all this weirdness. The bottom line was everybody was telling me. Everything you're doing, dude, isn't working, and you need to quit and do something else. And I woke up, I was like, God, whoo, that sucked. And But it got me thinking a little bit more, what I was already thinking going into the last couple of weeks, that for the first time in my life, when this 420 festival rolled around, it's a couple nights of panic, Trey, Anastasio, Mo, a bunch of hippie bands, jam band stuff. And when I, I, I applied through just their publicity company, for a media credential. And I did so as well for a couple others, which I haven't heard back from a couple. Bonnaroo being one of them. As you know, I've, I've covered and had media credentials for Bonnaroo since 2004. And if you don't, might not have known how long. 2004. 13 years, roughly. I've, I've been in a media capacity at Bonnaroo. But all these years, I always had a media company that was backing my name, backing my email address kind of giving validity to what I was doing, whether I deserved it or not. So it wasn't that difficult to get a credential. Well, this year was the first time ever that I have applied and attempted to get these kinds of, this kinds of access with only the sole reason being my portfolio. I don't know anybody at Happy Ending Productions that puts on the 420 Fest in, in, in Atlanta. I don't know one person. This was not a charity case. Nobody threw me a bone. They may be like, oh, yeah, Sweetwater probably hooked him up. Sweetwater is a Budweiser uh, locally distributed product. I don't work for them. Sweetwater and locally doesn't give a damn about me. And Happy Ending Productions granted my, my request. And it really, truly, it, it took a little time to sink in. It absolutely thrilled me beyond belief not because i got to see panic again not because ween was playing not because trey was there but because for the first time without the assistance of anybody to say yeah yeah throw him a bone all i had to rely on was my portfolio meaning my websites my social media presence and the podcast itself somebody looked at that who's never met me before and said yep give that guy a media credential to a high-end music festival. To me, it proves that this is real and that this is a viable thing that I'm going to continue to push forward doing. So even with wacky dreams like you're a loser and you'll never make it, it's things like that that really made me excited. Another reason why April was such a great month. I'll talk about the millennials here in a minute, but a recap of the weekend at 420 Music Festival in Centennial Park. This is the Stone On Air podcast. My name is Brian Stone. It started off when I first got to town, got checked in at the hotel Went to the conference room, got plugged up into Wi-Fi, and then started uh, messing around with the show and just having a little fun with lots of little, uh, like, you know, dorky uh, drug references as it was 420 weekend all the way around. Hey, yo, wait. Dude, I'm going to check out the stars later. It's really trippy. Especially on weed, man. On weed, man. John Stewart with Half Baked, of course, and the classic. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. 
It'd be a lot cooler if you did. All right, all right, all right. And then uh, there was a couple more I did. And then this one, Pineapple Express, about 10 years ago, I guess, when that movie came out. I was so bombed out of my head the night I don't even remember the night I watched it, but grab this for the show as well. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Hands down, dopest dope I've ever smoked. Okay. Smell it. What's it called? Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Yes, it's this thing like El Nino, this airflow that comes from Hawaii and Canada, and it gets the dirt, mixes it in with the weed in a very special way. It's actually very scientific. I won't go into it right now, but I am the only guy in the whole city that has it. Only 10 bones more for a quarter. Okay. So I had a little fun on the uh, podcast that was recorded down in Centennial Park on Saturday, and then um, got a little bit more serious. As if, I, I, I've said it many times, the gloves are off legalize this stuff at least medicinally people are suffering uh later on in the uh, podcast on that was recorded on the 22nd and released on the 22nd as well the founding executive director from the tennessee cannabis coalition cecily shamim joined me on the show and i asked her what is the focus from a medical or any standpoint of the Tennessee Cannabis Coalition. Our primary focus is to educate lawmakers and the public about the public safety and health uh, data specific to cannabis. Now, as far as we're concerned, all cannabis use is medicinal. We all have an endocannabinoid system. We are all hardwired for cannabis. We make our own endogenous cannabinoids. So, you know, this plant is, is, is you know, a, a critical part of our wellness and, a, you know, by and large and so it's a, it should be our natural right to access this plant so as far as that goes yeah i mean you know there are a lot of arguments about medical versus recreational and and you know we, we hear legislators argue that oh well medical is just a slippery slope yeah. to try to get it recreational but yeah. when you look at the history of prohibition and, and when you start doing your homework about this there simply was never a justification for these laws in the first place so uh you know as far as that that goes there's really not there's really not a difference because any kind of cat cannabis use can provide a certain level of wellness for people that that they aren't going to find with anything else for the entire interview with cecily go to episode 30 live at 420 fest so got that out of the way it took about four or five hours i had to jump through some hoops to get some things done but i enjoyed uh, my time doing it and it wouldn't uh, i believe it turned out pretty well you be the judge of that you tell me at Stone on Air on all social media. So we're walking in, me and some friends, later in the evening on Saturday. We didn't, I skipped Friday to come in to see Widespread Panic. Well, opening up before that is a band called Slightly Stupid, and they were on their final song. And I wasn't familiar with them other than I know they're from California, kind of ska punk ish, think sublime style Southern California rock. And uh, caught this, and these are all soundboard recordings from Euphoric TV. Thank you for their uh, access to the soundboard. This is the final song they were playing as we were walking up, getting ready for the Widespread Panic Show. I gotta be honest and say, this is seriously one of the dopest festivals all year long. I'm not gonna lie. You guys have so much fucking energy out here in Atlanta. We love y'all. This shit is beautiful. Can't be playing music in the sunshine with all your friends out here tonight. Atlanta's pretty breezy right now. It feels fucking good. It's the best time of year out here in the springtime, baby. The territorial pissing. Darn right it is. And so I'm walking in, I'm like, wait a second. That's Nirvana. Song called Territorial Pissings. Get away. Get 
ください And so automatically I was like, well, hell, this day is off to a hell of a start. With slightly stupid covering Nirvana as they close out their set at the 420 Music Festival. So a little bit later on into the evening, it's the widespread panic night. And there's many, many nights where I can run into a panic show that doesn't do all that much for me. And if this was the only one that I did that weekend, I'd have been a little, a little disappointed. Not, not a walk away mad, but... Luckily, it was a whole second night, but after doing some drums for a few minutes, well, more than a few minutes, quite a few minutes, late into the set, the second set that night, of course, all our friends around, it's a gorgeous night, no rain during the day, it was a hot summer day, but a comfortable hot summer day. It's fading out, of course, this is all from the soundboard from that night, so you're thinking, okay, we're finally out of drums, which is just a little jam section they do almost every night. It's like, what are we getting into? What are we getting ourselves into here? Oh, wait. What's that? Wait, hold on. I think I hear it. Wait for it. Uh, how can you go? Ride me high this morning. Ride me high, I mean, a song, Ride Me High, on 420 Weekend, of course. Ride me high some more. So they wrap up the set that night, and... And uh, we get out of there, have a hotel room a couple blocks away, have a few drinks, enjoy the night, call it a day. Wake up the next day, and rain is in the forecast, it's in the forecast, it's in the damn forecast. And not cold, well, compared to 87 the day before, it was close to chilly, but not cold. And so we get up, me and my friends, and go to a place called the Atlanta Breakfast Club. One of the most amazing breakfasts I've ever had. And I am, that is not hyperbole, and that is not being best show ever guy. It was freaking incredible. We go back to the hotel room, we all get uh, showered up and get changed and get ready, and it's just raining, man. It is raining, raining, raining. We were going to go see Dark Star Orchestra before Ween and into Widespread Panic, make it kind of a triple header. Rain was coming down too hard. To go down for Dark Star Orchestra was basically just a Grateful Dead cover band. So we sat in a bar, had a few gin. I had a few gin and tonics. Got ready until we saw, okay, it's starting to let up. And so my friends are the crazy Ween fans. Like, we got to go see Ween. And I know, like, two songs. And I understand I should know them more, but I don't. I think, oh, that's cool. Let's go. And Roses Are Free, I think, is the name of this one. This is the opening song from that set. And rarely do you hear... A song as the set opens and be like, that rocks. Well, that's exactly what happened with this song with me. And I stuck around for a few minutes, but I couldn't stay around all that long. More on that in a second. Make you wanna go out and kill. 
Ween at the 420 Festival, April 22nd, 2017. So I leave for a few minutes. I do one of my disappearing acts. Now, I told one of the guys I was with, I was like, listen, man, I got to get back to the hotel room for a minute. The $9 Sweetwater beers are beginning to get to me. Love you, Sweetwater. You make great beer. Can't drink the stuff all weekend. I needed a little um, climate control and some indoor plumbing. We'll leave it at that. And uh, so I went back for a few minutes. And we're two blocks away, literally two blocks away. So I went back, grabbed a drink. Got to where I needed to be, to where I felt great. Now I feel good. All right. Get my drink. Let's head on back out and catch the end of wing. Well, it's now raining, as we used to always say, balls. <laughs> it is raining, raining, raining. And so I find a little chair underneath the uh, overhang at the hotel with my drink. And I'm just across the way there I just, and I look at my phone and I see okay well rain stops in one hour well I'm going to have to wait one hour before I go back in there and I get back in and I realize they played the two songs I really liked and that's fine and then I caught the last two songs and uh, and loved it and then one of my friends was like God, I'll kill you I'll kill you why did you leave I was like trust me dude that needed to happen and because of me leaving for that hour pit stop, it saved my life. And when we got into panic for the second night on a Sunday night, as they say in the lots, never miss a Sunday show. And about four songs into the first set, one of my favorite songs played by Widespread Panic as we got the night started on the third and final night of the 420 Festival. <laughs> This song is called Good People. It's the songs we all sing to each other while we try to <laughs> convince ourselves that we are all good people. And so after a first set chock full of incredible stuff, again, these shows a lot of times are completely all about preference. Second set was absolutely incredible as well. It's, everything started early. The rain had moved out by the time the first set had gotten started. So after a darn near washout of an entire morning and afternoon and close to evening, the rain's gone. We get two and a half, however long hours of panic. And then we're thinking, okay, they're just about done. Surely, maybe we'll get one more song. If we're lucky... Two more, but at least one final nights, final minutes, final seconds of a long, incredible weekend at Centennial Park at the 420 Music Festival. And JB, lead singer from Widespread Panic, steps out and plays this in the encore. Half a mile from the county fair, and the rain came pouring down. Me and Billy were standing there, we had a silver half Van Morrison's classic, And It Stoned Me. Again, this from the soundboard that night, April 23rd, 2017. 
stood there getting wet. Oh, the water. I hope it don't rain all day. After that, we thought it was over, and then they ended with a song called Action Man, which is about a two and a half minute just rocker. I mean, just, I mean, it was awesome. And that was it. And that's all we needed. And it was a perfect way to put the end on an incredible weekend. And thank you, Happy Ending Productions, for allowing me to work and cover this festival because that is one of my favorite pastimes. And Losing that radio gig and now basically alienating myself from the entire radio industry in Chattanooga anyway. I was worried that I might not be able to do that anymore until I realized, no, of course I can. Because the distribution systems are different. And it's finally transcending all walks of life, all genres, all white, black, purple, green, or yellow, gay or straight, man or woman. People get their entertainment in a different way now. And if I can utilize that correctly, which I believe I am finally doing, the things that I love to do, I'm still allowed to be able to do. And the reason that I am allowed to still be able to do them is because people like you listen to this. And I can't thank you enough. From the very bottom of my heart, I cannot thank you enough. Quick break. I have, I, I think I've been going for like an hour. I might just do one quick short segment at the end of this thing and be done. I don't know. I got to reevaluate where my time is. This is the most listened to, the most downloaded, and the most easily accessible podcast in the city of Chattanooga. Like, share, and always love. Rate and review if you get a chance. My name is Brian Stone, and this is the Weekly Dose. An incredible month, an incredible week, and just ending an incredible weekend. With widespread panic and everybody else at the 420 Festival. We'll be right back. Now back to more. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Stone on air. Buggy, 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 buggy. Welcome back to the show. And a really short segment. I'm going to wrap this up. I had a few things I was going to get to, like millennials, why they're the differ from every other generation in almost every way possible. I'll get to that next week. Bottom line is they're not as bad as you think they are, and they're not as bad as I used to think they are. Just different. Sometimes different's good. Boogie, 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 boogie. That boogie, boogie. Sorry, I'm in a singing mood today. The other story is iHeartRadio from AmpTheMag.com, the largest operator of U.S. radio stations, is in big trouble, saddled with 20 
billion dollars in debt and nearly 350 million in debt due this year alone. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but couldn't be happening to a bigger bunch of assholes. And that's not even the Cumulus company that I used to work for. You're burying yourself, you're digging your grave, and you're about to lay in it. And then I'll be over here doing my thing, getting bigger and better every single day. As I just mentioned on the way out before, thank you guys for being here. And I'll get into more of some of this later. This is Ween. This is the first song that I knew from Ween. It's from an MTV show called The State. And, I, and then I knew another song from a South Park show called Homo Rainbow. And I was like, there's no way they're going to play both those songs at the show at the 420 Fest. That's why I'm going to break away from about an hour. Ah, they played them both. They played them both. But I'm telling you, even though, you know, some friends I was with were mad at me, not even kind of mad, not even a little bit disappointed because, first of all, I got to hear every bit of it through soundboard recordings, and second of all, it was just fun all the way around, and uh, I really did enjoy it. So that's it for the weekly dose. We'll do this thing again next week. It'll be May. I don't have a lot of high hopes for May. We'll see. Basically, May is preparation for June. Whatever it is you do or don't do, enjoy yourself. And uh, I'm done. Do not be like the two spoken word formats in this city. Don't be frauds. The truth is easy to remember. And as this space continues to grow, I ask you to continue to watch it. See ya. Bye. Doing that stuff that you do. I'm messing me up with your boredom.